You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, friends. Caleb and I are going to be celebrating our three-year anniversary of Equity One, and we want you to join us. We are going to be doing a live show on August 15th at 4 p.m. Eastern, where we'll be joined by some of our favorite guests from the past. We'll have a signature Equity One cocktail, the games and segments that you know and love, plus some other exciting things that you'll have to wait and see. So stay tuned on our social media at Equity One Podcast on Instagram and Facebook to get all the latest information leading up to the live show. We hope you'll join us on August 15th at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Broadway Podcast Network Town Hall. See you then. Cheers. This is Equity One, Broadway's happy hour. Pour yourself a drink and join us as we chat about life, theater, and, and everything in between. I'm Elliot Maddox. And I'm Caleb Dickey. Join us for your Equity One. Hi, Elliot. Hi, Caleb. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh, what are you drinking? That looks fancy. Um, it is a virgin Coca-Cola with in a tall glass. Oh, a virgin Jack and Coke. I understand. She's mm-hmm. not she's not drinking today. Um, yeah, for some reason I couldn't find liquor in my cabinet, and so that's a problem. That's a huge problem. Yes. Um, I'll be I'll be very honest here. Like we came to uh, Kentucky and the pantry was full of bourbon like full like yeah. so many bottles from like holidays and stuff and um, it is less full sure yes yeah. <laughs> um, uh, great well, to see you oh good to see you too welcome to this week's Broadway Podcast Network happy hour I am Elliot and I'm Caleb and we're the hosts of Equity One Broadway's Happy Hour. Here on BPN Happy Hour, we sit and chat with some of your favorite podcasters from the Broadway Podcast Network. And today, we are very excited to have Michael Kushner here from Dear Multi Hyphenate. Hi! Yeah! Wait, so you're not drinking? Uh, no, I'm drinking. I'm just not drinking liquor. It, it it happens sometimes. Sometimes we have to take but days for off. Me? I know. Well, cheers, Michael. Cheers. Drinking. It's okay. You can't uh, cheers us. It's mad luck. Okay, go. Cheers again. No, it's okay. Cheers. But cheers. um, 
I will never judge anyone for not drinking. Of no, course, it's or... right. It's like it's like oh, you're not drinking. Wow. There, there are hours where I don't drink, so it's okay. I, I understand it. Wow, that's, that must be so hours. that must be so hard for you. Um, uh, <laughs> welcome. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you so much. I'm are, so honored to be here and chat and with you guys. How are you holding up during this time? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um uh there's uh i have like um when it comes to fight or flight um i'm usually fight like even the like whole um staying in new york thing Mm -hmm. like i literally was like oh i'm going down with the ship because i love new york so much Mm -hmm. it's where i wanted to be my whole life it's what where i consider home even when i wasn't living here i was born in long island but raised in fort lauderdale even when i was in fort lauderdale i still considered new york home I just, mm-hmm. I had a New York accent that I got rid of in college. <laughs> There's no reason for me to talk with a New York accent, but I, you know, heard my whole family speak like that. And I just was like, that's where I want to be. I like that mentality. I love that speed. I love, I don't want to be in Florida. And, um, and so I've always considered New York home and I have I had no, no intention of leaving during yeah. this quarantine. This is where I'm staying. So. Uh, I'm going. It's like a captain going down with the ship, almost. Oh, cheers, love that. that. Cheers to you. Mm-hmm. We were both out of there pretty quickly. Girl, bye. <laughs> no, and, that's and that's legit. I mean, like, I totally understand why, but it's like, for me, it just didn't. It just yeah. didn't. I My didn't yeah. apartment is 260 square feet, so I think I might go crazy. But I think <sighs> it would be so funny if I was by myself. But if Cole and I were both trying to live in 260 square feet, <laughs> it might not end well. No, it's true. It's true. Elliot, you were going to say something and I interrupted. I'm sorry. Oh, no. I was just saying it's the same same thing. Is my Our apartment is so small in New York. And yeah. now what what turned into 30 days is turned into so much longer. So I'm yeah. so glad we kind of made the call when we did, just, just for our own sanity, honestly. Yeah. I mean, like, it, it's, it's really my our apartment has never looked better just because like <laughs> now is the time to deep dive into everything you know and uh i grew up with rearranging furniture once a month just <gasps> i did too yeah. yeah just because we loved interior design mm-hmm. and we loved to like see how to utilize the space and all that good stuff and um i uh i my payment i get paid to uh to help my grandma out and do it at my grandma's apartment. But my payment is I get a tchotchke of hers. Um, so like Fine. I got, you know, like I get a, I have a <laughs> collection of Ralph Lauren cutting boards that were her. Yes, yes. That I got from moving her couch from one side to another. But <laughs> my, my boyfriend doesn't love, he likes things kind of staying put and I like the change. So there was a little change that happened, which was so exciting for me. And it it looks great. It's awesome. Yes, I love that. Like, you know, use this time, feng shift shui. some shit around. Yeah, feng shui. And just like, you know, I love, like, why not see, okay, we all change as individuals. The space should as well just to, like, because our, our energy changes and why we need the space changes as well. So why not explore it's it's a canvas it's it's you know your set design it's really kind of thrilling to me so especially in a time when it's like 
oh my God, I'm looking at the same room all the time. I, I'm going, like, I need a change of scenery. You can just make a change of scenery. Yeah. Put the I lamp know. over there. What's kind of interesting is our lives, our, you know, we're, uh, before quarantine, I don't mean to speak for you guys, but I'm, I, I work from my apartment. I have, you know, two to three clients a day. And so I'm in that room. It's a, it, the room is set up in a very specific way because it's a working room. Mm-hmm. And then usually I'll go see a show at night or go shoot a show or go meet a friend. So I, I being at home in my space, um, I wasn't exhausted of that. And I think that artists aren't used to uh, being outside of their homes for so long. You know what I mean? And I, I don't know. I just feel like there's like a little bit of a correlation of that where it's like uh, the change doesn't need to happen as often because we're like sure. outside. A lot, sure. But, yeah. But now that I'm inside. I'm literally like the couch must move. (laughs) Yeah. 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 The struggle is real with the like lack of variety. How are you guys doing? How are you holding up? I'm doing okay. Anything else? Went okay. Just okay. Doing okay. Just okay. Just okay. Yeah. Fine. Fine. It just, you know, ups and downs. It's rainy today. So this is like been a day where it's like, can't do anything. Just laying on the couch all day. Can't. Yeah. yeah. Also, you're headed to Connecticut soon, so you're kind of like wrapping up this life that you've mm-hmm. had for a month, and it's new, like pulling up your roots again. Which I always yeah. struggle with adapting to a new space for like a couple days. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I feel like the like when you're on a vacation and you're in the hotel or something, it's like the fun doesn't really st- it doesn't feel really comfortable or real until you like are aware of like your your new space that you're in like in in day three yes. yeah and you're like i know where my stuff goes i know right. how this hotel works there's bob behind the desk hi bob you know what <laughs> yeah. i mean it's getting yeah. acclimated sure. it's like, yeah i told first also dead over michael jeter's shout out in your intro we love Oh, we love um, Grand Hotel. I mean, that Tony performance, like, one of the amazing. Mm -hmm. One of the best. That was like a moment that we sat in front of, you know, in college that our professor, Mm -hmm. Mary, she sat us down and was like, watch this, (laughs) you know? Definitely iconic for so many reasons. So Mm -hmm. good. What is that bar thing? Is it just like a piece of wood or like, I've never seen it on stage, so... Um, I mean, when they did, it was like a pole, like a, a pole. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like, think, I think it's also his like physical comedy is like mm-hmm. really making really us believe so that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just it's amazing. It's it, it's. Uh, I just love, I love that. I love that video so much. That's a what's a. Um, I think that would be one of the shows that I would want to go back in time and see, but what are some of your shows that you would go back in time? Like, give me each two shows that you would like die to go back and see. Yeah. Comps in a time machine. Um, I, uh, I want first preview Sweeney Todd. Oh, good one. Um, and then probably, um, I would want to go see, uh, like I would want to go see, uh, like Gene Kelly and pal Joey or something like to see him in person. Um, That's cool. I want to see um, Ethel Merman and Anything Goes. Would love that. Also, this next one is cheesy and it's not Broadway, but my mom played Nancy in Oliver and I want to see that performance. <laughs> That's and, the in high school, answer. I really want to see my mom play Nancy. 
Wait, that's adorable though. There's no video. No, it was the seventies. So they had video in the seventies. Also, they the the, the how, town was destroyed by a tornado recently after or before. So they just barely got the performance up. Jeez. Oh, well, so. Mike. Wait, Michael. What are you drinking today? Vodka. Yes. <laughs> just <laughs> vodka. Killed? <laughs> room temperature like what are we what are we just very, very cold straight from the freezer straight from the ice box it's in a martini glass that i made it's actually you can't maybe you can see it if i go oh yeah so it's jafar's silhouette oh but then um it because his body becomes his beard on the side fine and wait like, here's the do you color. love do you love a villain Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I do. I love, I love Jafar. And uh, I've loved Jafar since I was like little. I don't, I think it's, I love the Disney villains specifically just because of like the whole gay complex when it comes to them. Mm-hmm. That um, probably was very deep in the creator's psyche, but was prevalent you know, it's prevalent to watch now. And you're like, ah. um, but it, you know, as like a three or four year old, just like watching these like fabulous, yeah, just stunning um, individuals with like a very clear objective um, was very not, not in a sexual way, but was very yeah. sexy. It was very, like, oh, sure. I, it was, you know, and um, I, I also am a very I'm a, I like to think that I'm a good person with good intentions. So, um, so, uh, they kind of represent everything I'm not. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know? Which is very um, like fun and like aspirational in its own way. Yeah. 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 Cause the way that I, you know, I'm, there are days where I'm like, I, I get angry, I get upset at someone and I, want to be able to like turn like turn into a snake and right like, you know <laughs> what i mean like you know now you yeah. can see how snake like i can be mm-hmm. you know and just like be all dramatic yeah. but that's not that's not uh, that's not that's not possible that's just you know what i mean yeah. but it's it's fun to be able to watch that and have that escape but i was growing up i was jafar for about 10 years of halloween and I um, love consistency. If it's good, don't mess it up. Like to keep yeah. it. Yeah. If it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah. And um, so, but one story that I love to tell, it's one of my favorite stories of all time is that I staged toured the producers in 2005 um, after seeing Jonathan Freeman, the voice of Jafar as Roger Debris. And I would then go on to play Roger Debris my senior year of high school. And like, you know, win a cappy for it. And it was all right, Roger great, but- Elizabeth Dupree. Roger, Elizabeth, yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> and so I was gonna do the whole ending, but then I said, no, no one's paying to see that. So, um, so, uh, so I stay, so I stage doored it, and I was like, I just like my voice hadn't changed yet. I was fourteen years old, like I, I was just like, I'm in, like I'm in love with you. I, I, I'm so happy I'm here. And he was just like, What's your address? And um, I wrote it on a pink post-it note and gave it to him. And two weeks later in Florida, a giant Jafar care package showed up at my door. Oh, yeah. Like a, like a letter to me and all this really cool collector stuff. And then flash forward to me doing the dressing room project. And I'm the first photographer um, that was allowed to photograph Jonathan Freeman and, um, 
as Jafar in a not in a not in a non-press shoot setting. Right. So and now we have a we have a cool relationship. We text uh we text and um I've worked with him a few mm, one or two times now and just mm-hmm. like, you know, it's like a total Bashert moment, which is yeah. Yiddish for meant to be, and that's just really very cool and exciting. I love that. We love it. Everything comes full circle. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, and I can talk a lot about that. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. I'm drinking red wine because it's just like so uh-huh. rainy out. It just felt like I I needed a warm drink. Elliot, for some reason, I thought that you were also not drinking alcohol. Okay. Oh no, uh, no, this is wine. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. I yeah, love yeah, that. yeah, 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 yeah. It's one of those days and like, here we go. I like wine. I don't usually drink red wine. And honestly, I'm that girl that usually is like, like "Mm, I want it cold. So I'll like put in like some frozen berries. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, 100%. But, um, you know, I'm trying to, trying to keep it, keep it nice and room temp today. That's good, just because it's mm-hmm. so it's just cozy. I'm wearing a turtleneck because it's cozy. cozy. It is cold cozy. today. Yeah, I know. I was cold. I was cold earlier. I kind of was like I, I bundled up for a second just because. Um, well, I was cold, so yeah. <laughs> there we go. No better reason. No better reason to uh, yeah. bundle up. It's true. Um, what's keeping you entertained right now? <sighs> well. Pornhub? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and but I live with my boyfriend. Is free. Premium is free. I know. No, not Pornhub. I um, I've been uh, just once in a while. I've been um, uh, what have I been doing? I've been creating a lot. Like I've mm-hmm. been um, kind of challenging myself to figure out social media land because it changes every day. And now theater makers have to um, do everything on social media in this quarantine. So it's like, there's a lot of saturation. So how do, how do I stay um, uh, unique and ahead of the game and where people can actively and uh, easily find what I'm doing? So that's... you know, it's uh, uh, it's been challenging, and and my co-star today was um, was white bitch. Uh, my co-star today <laughs> was um, break up with your image, and I thought that was really interesting because I have really strict rules that I usually do when I'm when I'm not in quarantine. Like I post usually either at ten a.m. or after five once a day. I don't want to like overwhelm anything. I post once a day on Facebook. Um, I have very strict rules, this very specific hashtags. And the past few days I've been breaking up with my image. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to post a lot. I'm going to post a lot and see what happens. And those that see it will be there. And those that don't won't. So who the hell cares? Honestly, Um, Mm -hmm. it's social media. We all know it's not our real lives. It's it's a three dimensional business card. It's an interactive business card. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the way that I look at it, and I try to put forth my self into social media so it's as a, as authentic as possible. But it's very hard 
to be as authentic as possible um, on social media, especially especially when you get um, things that you have to promote, like uh, like we were just like sent meals and like asked to be like, can you do mm-hmm. uh, two Post, two yeah. story two stories in a post? And then I was just sent dress shoes. Can you do this? But but it's it's like funny because you know your best friends, your closest friends, are the ones that are ratting on you, sending you texts and me- and messages being like k influencer <laughs> you know what i mean so i always like, uh hashtag sponsor when my friend like does that i go sponsored yes hashtag but, sponsor yeah this is actually an interesting conversation because it's going to come back later with the blonde girls moment and it's we're so on point today i'm really loving always would you say it will come full circle sure. I would i would i would agree with that so i would say that Turn your back say ahead. That. i'm back <laughs> Um, what what have you been watching, Caleb? Michael, I haven't been Dairy watching Girls. anything. Oh, Dairy Girls! I love Dairy Girls. What is Obsessed. that, Elliot? It's a it's a um Irish is it's an Irish show. Is it yeah, Irish produced? That I don't know. It, it takes, takes place, place during the yeah during the nineties UK split up mm-hmm. in the nineties. Um. And it's very funny. And there are Catholic schoolgirls. Is this is it D E R R Y or dairy like milk? You no, right dairy. And you know what's really interesting is, um, so I have an interesting theory on Golden Girls. Um, do you guys like the Golden Girls? Sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, not like I'm not I haven't fanatic. Like, yeah. yeah, not a fanatic. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, so I. I like the Golden Girls, but I have a hard time connecting on them because they're they're not Jewish. Oh, it's like it's like my entire family without the Judaism, and there's always been like, and the people that I know that love the Golden Girls aren't are not Jewish gay men, and <laughs> but I feel like with Dairy Girls, even though they're Catholic school girls, I'm still able to like really connect with it for some reason. It's just written in a really universal funny way and you have to watch it with subtitles i don't know if you do Kayla, yes. but yeah. yeah i love subtitles their accents yeah. are thick and oh, um thick. They'll, it, it makes you laugh out loud it's so funny oh. i'll have to send you a clip about michelle she ruins the day earlier in the first season and it's hilarious okay it's so all michelle's fault. yeah send it to <laughs> me i'll, I'll watch show. Um, um we we've been watching obviously Sex and the City going really strong, like obsessed. So funny. Mm-hmm. I I like, and I'm a big Michael Michael Patrick King fan from like mm-hmm. the comeback. Um, mm-hmm. and so it just makes sense. I'm like, oh my god, of course I love this. Of course I think this is hilarious. Love the um, comeback. The comeback's so good. It's great, um, yeah, I worked just, with um Laura Silverman, who plays Jane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like one of the best people. Yeah. Yeah, she's Jane. like one of the best people, like uh, the coolest. She, she was supposed to be in town for something, but wound up not. And when she was going to be in town, I was going to do her new headshots. Uh, mm-hmm. But I mean, obviously that'll happen in the future. But yeah, at some point. Um, but she's just awesome, and I love that show so much. It's so so good. So good. Um, my boyfriend's all... sorry. What? No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say my boyfriend is obsessed with Lisa Kudrow, so we got to figure out how. That's going to happen. Oh my God. She's the best. I know. My mom is. is also like randomly always has friends on. So it's so funny. Like I like friends, but like, um, it's, it's so funny to have it on and like 
Lisa Kudrow is so good. She's brilliant. She's so good. Did you, I have a hard time with sitcoms. Do you guys, have you heard of this play called, I think it's called The Shadow Box? No. Um, I have it. I could look at it, but it's about when uh, uh, sitcom characters start to realize that they're in a sitcom. Oh, interesting. And it actually like messed with me for a second. It's like dark. Um, Very, um, uh, oh, what is it? Um, Truman, Truman Show. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it's really dark and it actually messed with me, kind of ruined sitcoms for me a little bit because it points out a lot of things that I'm just like, but things that I've always never liked about sitcoms, Mm -hmm. I just don't, I can't, I can't believe them enough. Sure. I can't. I, yeah. I can't do it. Things happen too perfectly for you? Or too stupidly. <laughs> right. I was watching Will and Grace, the the set, the new the new season of Will and Grace, because mm-hmm. it was on because my boyfriend was watching it. And Grace is like at a, an aquarium and she is and she keeps getting the instruction, whatever you do. Do not cross the yellow line. What do you think she does? Crosses, crosses the yellow line. And I'm just like, a woman that has her own company, her own design company, and right. has that apartment in the city, and exists, and is going to be a mother, like, whatever. I'm like, she would not cross the yellow line. I can't, the suspension of disbelief does not, it does not sit well with yeah. me. Um, So it's just like... I don't know. Yeah. But I'm watching America's Funniest Home Videos just because I love... Random. Hilarious. <laughs> love it. Like, quick videos onto the next, like, yeah. you know. Um, it And that commentary, because I'm watching what's on Disney Plus right now, and it starts uh-huh. in 2002. And that commentary is just so masochistic. And <laughs> oh, yeah. It does not go <laughs> sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh, it's just awful, and you kind of have to go. Uh, but then the videos are funny, so right, yeah. <laughs> right. You just like make a game and put it on mute, and you comment on them yourself. Right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Just make it shows. work. We mm-hmm. also watched um, Circus of Books, the documentary on Netflix. Michael, you'll like this. I don't you know. Didn't like I it. liked it. What is it? It's about Circus of Books, which was like an adult uh, gay bookstore sex shop in LA. LA, oh yeah. And uh, the family that owns it is like a very like conservative, like Jewish family that just kind of fell into the business. Mm -hmm. And uh, she was a reporter. The mom was. Yeah, I I I just didn't really like the family. So it was an interesting. but it's an interesting documentary. Yeah. Worth a watch. Interesting. I okay. I want to watch that. There's uh, another documentary about a lesbian couple coming out soon, like either Friday, I think. I don't know what cool. it's called, but it's on Netflix. And I love it's gonna be a new <laughs> hit, so we'll know about it on Friday. I love that. Just um, all of the queer documentaries, just like, which we love. Which we, we love. love. We love. Pride mm-hmm. is not canceled in our hearts, honey. <sighs> no, I will be celebrating. I celebrate, yeah. it's like, I celebrate pride every single day, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Just because, like, that's how we live. Like, we mm-hmm. have to live proud in everything that we do. Everything yeah. that we do. Stepping out of that door, we are living what pride is meant to be. Just because we are existing truthfully, we are existing honestly. 
and and that's what it's supposed to be, right? Absolutely. Like it, Except like for Han- stepping out of the door. Right, exactly. Stay inside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, with Han- like with Hanukkah, with Hanukkah and Christmas and all that stuff that we learn at the holidays, we're, we're not just supposed to practice that stuff. Right, right. Then we're supposed to practice it You're then right. and then to the next year and then the year after that. And that's yes. how I look at pride. Like, it's like, I'm always just like as gay as the day is long and openly talking about my, you know, my relationship yeah. or like my love, like my love life and my past flings and, and what right. it means, you know, and sexuality and identity and stuff like that. Just that's for me personally. So um, I like to think I celebrate pride 24 seven. Yeah. Um, we, uh, we start every interview by asking our guests, uh, what first got them interested in the arts when they were a young person. So Mm -hmm. what, what got little Michael bitten by the bug? Key. (gasps) Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. Yeah. Yeah. My grandma, um, taught me, uh, stage right from stage left in front of the, um, in, in front of the uh, the VHS playing, and then I was oh like, and I was like, I was, I was like seven. I didn't really know that you could like do it, but then uh, she saw a clip in the uh, newspaper, uh, an ad for, in, that a local kids theater um, was doing Mary Poppins, and she signed me up for it. And that was I was nine years old, and um, the rest. Is history. Is history. Now, where did, where did you grow up? Fort Lauderdale, Florida. So, um, oh, yes. Coral Springs, Parkland. Uh, I know Coral Springs very well. Why do you know Coral Springs? My uncles live there. Where? Uh, in Coral Ridge uh, area. Yeah. Right yeah, by amazing. the Publix and Target and all that. Amazing. I, um, I'm about three minutes away from Stoneman Douglas High School. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, uh, you know, growing up in that area was really interesting because it's a part beach, a part Everglades, a part super Jewish, (laughs) a part, um, a part, uh, metropolitan and a part like rural. Yeah, I mean, I think it it seems from an outsider's perspective going there, it seems to really kind of encapsulate the very strange kind of melting pot that Florida is, which is like, yeah. you know, be like beach, kind of like lo, like low oh, high, yeah. you know, like oh yeah, like, there's all this kind of like um, uh, dichotomy like in Florida. Well, I, what's so funny is when I, because I live just below Boca and when I tell people that are visiting Boca, I say, do not be alarmed. If you see a car driving by itself, there is someone in the car. They're just four foot nine and 92 years old. They're, they're literally a hundred years old. They literally are driving like this. Hilarious. Oh. We joke when we go that like, if it's 50 degrees, like, and we go to Boca, like get ready to see the furs because they they need an excuse to wear their minks, <laughs> and it's maybe sixty degrees. But honey, they are going to show it off. Go to Meisner, Meisner Park, you'll see it. We you'll love see it. it. 
it's it's uh, I really I I liked growing up there because there was so much art. It was super liberal but super conservative. Very bizarre. Um, the food was great because you got Cuban food, you got Jewish food, you got Haitian food. Um, so it was just like a really cool mix of cultures and people. And um, yeah, I couldn't wait to get out. <laughs> when did you when when did you leave? Like right after high school? Oh yeah, earlier. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I, um, in high school, I went to Frenchwoods for summer camp. So I didn't even spend my summers in Florida anymore. And then I turned the tassel and got on a plane to my left. Yep. Literally I twice that happened to me, turned my tassel, got on a plane to my last summer at Frenchwoods came back for about five days, packed my bags and started my first semester at college. And where'd you go to college? I went to Ithaca. All right. Beautiful yeah. up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Um, gorgeous. It was, um, yeah. Uh, I loved Ithaca. It was hard. It was hard because it's more of a life school than a musical theater. It's more of a life program than a musical theater program. I mean, you be- you become a great performer, sure, but like, the objective of my faculty with me was to get me to grow up. Hmm. Mm. And that's not about, that's not about stretching your legs and that's not about hitting notes. That takes a different kind of work. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's not even because like, it has nothing to do with my parents. My parents did a great job. Um, I, uh, I was holding on to the cute a lot. Like I was like, I wanted everyone to love me at all times. I wanted everyone to like me. I wanted to be non-threatening. I kind of didn't have, I just wanted to be fun. I just wanted Mm -hmm. everyone to love me and not, and that meant like not having an opinion about certain things. And uh, I relied on the cute a lot. And that's what they said. They were like, stop being cute. Stop being cute. Stop being cute. Cause cute got me very far. I was a working child Mm -hmm. actor so I got cast because of the cute mm-hmm. and, and that was all just muscle memory. It was all just muscle memory. And they were like, it's no more. Cause I went by Mikey, no more Mikey. It's now Michael. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, you know, yeah. I mean, I think that that speaks to like, I think it's very relatable, especially for like queer people to like, yeah. in that kind of life where you're, you're growing up a little bit, finding your identity a little bit more. Like you're no longer just trying to like keep your head above water and like be a pleaser and like be liked by everyone in order to like avoid any like confrontation, any issues. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I think that that is definitely like a relatable thing. Well, it's really interesting. It's I still deal with that today as a, as a theater maker, because if you have an idea, chances are you're going to run into the risk of someone going, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> let's see how great that turns out. Right. Mm-hmm. And people say it in their own ways. People like in, I got a lot of at a party, literally I would get. So like, how's Michael Kushner photography going? And like everything that was said right there was enough. You know, it's about intention and it's, and um, I got that a lot and I would, you know, that was my worst, that was one of my worst fears coming true was 
someone's perception of me not being anything but Mikey's great. Like we love him. You know, it was, it was judgment. There was judgment and now it's different, you know, but um, I experience it in other ways from other people. It's just a really interesting uh, identity is a really interesting thing. And I really like to talk about artist identity because it's something that um, I've really had to do a lot of work on in so many different ways. Mm -hmm. So, Well, and I think a lot of people struggle with um, finding that judgment, not only in a career in the entertainment industry that is so like, there are so many like snap judgments made or like things that aren't personal ever, like barely anything to do with us are more about kind of like getting things done and getting a show put up and all those kind of outside factors. Um, But also I think artists have a hard time, even if they have found their own personal identity on how to translate that, not only in their work, but like also in social media. Mm -hmm. When it seems like you want it to be authentic, you want it to be you and they should be, pretty easy to align but i think it's a struggle that people have to not feel cringy on social media or to not worry or to worry about what people think like if you know what they really think when they're pressing like you know i think that's something people struggle with Uh uh-huh a hundred percent and i have a i have guests that when i go where can we find you on social media and they can't even tell me their handles and I find that to be really interesting because having your social media in order is the new, like I said before, it's the new business card. Yeah. It's the, you must be able to, we must be able to find your contact. And that's what it is. It's not, mm-hmm. that's what it is. We're, and in LA, I have clients that tell me, they're like, you will not get an audition. You will not get an audition if you have less than two hundred thousand followers which is insane it's a lot of people and and i'm like you know new york isn't really that way especially because we are i think a much smaller community community and we also focus on broadway Mm -hmm. a lot a lot of us yeah it's not like which is much more personal right exactly it's much more personal we don't got to drive anywhere. We get on the A, we get on the one, the two, we Uber, you know, uh, just, but just down the highway a little bit. And like then, but you're in the, but over, that's why I have no interest in LA, but mm. people will love, and you know, people will come for me with that and that's fine. But um, come for me, mama. I don't like it either. Me, mama. Yeah. Bitch, I'm from Chicago. (laughs) From Chicago. Um, I've never even been to Chicago. Um, But that's the thing. Like what I was saying before, it's that I feel very strongly about New York, not just because like people are like, oh, New York, you all think you're the best. But no, it's because it's the way that I communicate and it's the way that Mm -hmm. I can easily take charge of the career that I want. I don't think it's because I'm better than anyone. It's because I can walk outside and I can pass people on the street and go, Hey, let's catch up. Or, Oh my God, I know I owe you that text or like, girl, I have to tell you something later. Like there is a really strong sense of community and it shows up in our social media and our work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And I think that that's I mean, all I, I missed New York. 
for for all of those reasons right now. Yeah. I yeah. really miss it. Tell us yeah. about um tell us about your podcast. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I so um I'm tomorrow I'm about to have two. Um one is Dear Multi Hyphenate. Um it's my it's my professionals podcast. It's interesting because I'm realizing it's like figuring out that uh who listens to that has been really interesting because it's like the professional podcast. It's not mm-hmm. like it's not like the fan podcast. Sure, like, yeah, yeah. Where, yeah, yeah. You know, so like I don't think I, I, and I say this with all the love in my heart, but I don't know how, um, how much it caters to like the Broadway con audience. Sure. Sure. That's, that's like, that's like the, um, the, it's like the, the working professional, um, wherever you are in the world, the working Mm -hmm. professional that's like dealing with how to produce something, identity, artist identity, uh, demons and muses and just like how to be an artist that's like Mm -hmm. what that's catered for but then the second visual video podcast that we're going live with tomorrow thursday april um 30th is that yeah 30th Mm -hmm. for the first show every every show will be live um that's catered for like the broadway con audience and 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 um everyone that celebrates theater uh whether or not they're working professionals or they're um, admirers from afar. Mm-hmm. So, um, and first episode will be Joan Marcus and Brittany Johnson. Um, and we have, we're already starting to line up some really awesome people, but basically, but th- so multi dear multi hyphenate is about uh, artist identity and how to communicate that in the, in the workspace. And my Broadway memory is about, Broadway memories and the way that we're going to do um, in, uh, establish that conversation is that we're going to ask our guests, including Brian and myself, Brian Sedita and myself, uh, to go through our playbill um, collection and pick yeah. one at random. And then we're going to look through it and like look at the headshot trends and the ads oh, and what was on Broadway at that time. And their memory is going th- like, how like how do you remember getting your tickets like what mm-hmm. like did you stage door it like whose signatures are on there so it's gonna so be fun. really cool it's gonna be really fun i think and um you know i start i started brian found me because i i was just posting videos of this on on instagram and facebook um and the first two i did were oh my god i don't even remember the first one i did but the second one i did was legally blonde and why <laughs> that one was so fun for me was because um also bless you Elliot um because the, <laughs> the um the that one was so fun was because so many of the people that signed my playbill were people that I have worked with yeah in the recent years and was like that was that was really thrilling to me and I go that's when it's full circle baby full circle yeah 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 I'm writing a play about that right now that's going to be produced soon it's 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 exciting and i can't really speak on any of that right now but um it's uh, a play that i did about two years ago as like a i just had a story i needed to tell and i wrote it and it was right before i went to um birthright and i was memorizing it while i was on riding my camel i was literally in the desert <laughs> on my camel going through my lines and um i flew 
It was crazy. I ran it. Let's see. I must have run it about four or five times on the way from Israel to New York because it was, you know, a 10 hour flight to, you know, two hours yeah. to run it once. Right. And so I ran it five times. Broadway con was three days. I ran my booth for Broadway con. And then the third night of Broadway con, I had my show at Brandon 42 across the street. Wow. Were you Boom. dead afterwards? Was I dead afterwards? Or you just, no, no, no. I was, um, no, I, my relationship with exhaustion is weird. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like, I'm, I get exhausted when I don't have anything to do. Like, I agree with that. Like I slept really well that night. Yeah. You know, and then I slept well the next night because I was like, but it's when I'm, when I'm tossing and turning, it's when I'm feeling underwhelmed with myself and what I'm doing and my product, which is why I'm in therapy. (laughs) Aren't we all? Um, (laughs) Yeah. I wanted to ask a a question about, you know, the, the idea of the multi-hyphenate, which um, for, for those of you who can't like, aren't putting it together, it's just someone who has a lot of, jobs a lot of um labels for themselves and the kind of things that they do um how are you balancing that with our situation right now which is being you know in one place there's uh how do you wear all those different hats when you only have like a specific you know what i mean like when there's only one word thank you (laughs) no thank you thank you um the one thing that comes to mind is that I'm kind of my, I'm my own boss, but I'm not special. We are all our own boss. I've just been doing this actively and talking about it for a bit. So when I'm in a position where no one tells me where no one's telling me what to do and no one has told me what to do for a few years, um, I don't have to answer to anyone when it comes to something like that. Uh, I have the tools then that I can be like, all right, great. I'm going to create that. That's something that I've been thinking about for a second. And I could do it with that budget or no budget at all. I could ask that person. Now's the time. Cause I have, I, I, I can do that. Okay. And then also there's that project that was finished. Okay. And then I'm able to get those, you know, cross those things off the list just because I don't have to answer to anyone. I just have to answer to myself and um, the goal when I started, when I was talking about multi-hyphenating and stuff like that and really figuring out that that's kind of my artist identity was, I just want to answer to myself. I don't want to answer to anyone. I don't want any, the only, the only time I want to be able to answer to someone is when I'm in the rehearsal room or when I'm on, when I'm in the theater itself. But when it comes to artist identity and creation, I don't want to answer to anyone. Yeah, you know what I mean. I want to be able to create my own stuff and live my own life and and make my own decisions because so many people, so many people will won't see what you see, and I want everyone. That's why this podcast and that's why I teach these workshops because I want everyone to be able to understand their true potential as an artist. That's all. That's that's all. So so in quarantine, being multi-hyphenate is helpful because I'm able to, you know, I'm gonna I'm about to teach a workshop, and my friend was like, 
uh, great, I need, you know, a, um, we need logo. And I came up with a logo in like 30 minutes just because that's something I know how to do. And I know keywords and I know what sells and all that good stuff. And that's just like part of the producer shtick. But then Mm -hmm. I'm also a performer and writer. So I'm also taking moments and writing my play. And every other Friday I have, um, with one of my producers, I have a reading of what I've written every fr- every other Friday. So I'm held accountable right. and I'm using that part of my brain, but it's not overwhelming. It's every other Friday. So, yeah, you know, so it's not like I'm like, I have to shower. I have to get it up. I have to do this. Okay. I have to write the part. No, it's every other Friday. It's doable. And that's something that I'm realizing is that we have to take care of ourselves during this quarantine there's no wrong way to do quarantine except Mm -hmm. stay home and social distance yeah that's the only requirement that's the only requirement yeah watch all the tv you want take all the showers you want i'm like i take like three showers a day because i love i love it's relaxing to me and Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. i love showering i love feeling clean and I shower, and then I I think while I'm in the shower. Yep, it's a thinking spot. It's a thinking spot, and so like that for me is like something that I take. And you know, if I if I'm going cross-eyed because I'm looking at a screen too much, then I close the cockpit computer, right? And yeah. I do something else. And I think too, like everyone's, I think we're we're getting to the point of it where it's like been long enough to where we've kind of like had stages of like what the Please. fuck is going on. And so we're all kind of like, okay, I'm not, I'm not a creative person right now. Um, and that's okay. And I'm going to like take a second and take a break and do it. Not just because I'm feel pressure to, but do it because it's, I'm a creative person. And when I'm inspired, I'm inspired. That's it. Yes. Boom. Yeah. Um, we're going to, we're going to move now to Caleb's blonde girl moment of the week. Oh my gosh. Maybe I'd better go. Oh, child. Maybe I'd better go. Home. Great. So Great I song. love that we were talking. Great song, right? Um, we were talking about influencers, and that was literally my topic for today. When I posted my question on Instagram of like some reviews or feedback, um, Blonde Girls is like an advice column, Michael. Right. So, um, yes. with my kind of style on it, um, I was really just getting a lot of influencers saying, Wow, your feed is awesome. Follow me. Do you like travel? Reply to my answer. Hey, thank you for support. That was it. And then some Russian stuff. Yes, and and then I also got one where it was just a, a model's name. I got an at, and it was Keanu in water, and then it's just some little blonde model boy. So, what are your thoughts on following influencers on your Instagram feed? Like, do you follow or do you not follow, or who is follow it that you do? Follow influencers, like 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 who do you follow that are technically influencers? Like the only people that I, that the only people that I follow, mm-hmm. there's following and then there's engaging. Okay. Who do you For engage me, with? Who do I engage with? The people that I work with. Okay. So if we've met before, 
if if I want to work with you. So there's networking versus net weaving, right? Networking is a very, it's almost negative. It's like, how can you help me? But if we net weave, I go, I understand what you do. This is what I do. Let's help each other. Okay. That's net weaving to me. I like to net weave and I, um, and I could pick out the networking versus the net weaving. And the networking is the idea of you need to follow me. You need to follow me. You need to follow me. And that's cool, but that's not my school of thought. And that's maybe we don't need to work with each other because like, but no, like I, I will engage with you and make sure that we create a relationship because it's all about relationship for yes. me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but do I follow? Um, I follow people that I'm kind of enamored with like, um, Someone who I love their posts, honestly, is Michelle Visage. Love. You know? yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she, did you see her post about her hair today? I want it gray. I want it silver. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Um, Michelle, Barbara Streisand, Michelle Obama, you know, people that are inspiring and have the careers that I want. Like Michelle, I would love a career like hers because when I'm talking, I have the career that I want. I love my career, but what I'm talking about is like on the, uh, on the like performance level. Like mm-hmm. I would love, I would love to be like a personality on a show. Yes. Uh-huh. As Your well true as, self. Yeah. yeah really. Right. My true shelf, but also shelf. do like my, my true shelf. <laughs> um, but also do like everybody's talking about Jamie in yeah. the West end, you yes. know, like that's, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. Um, Barbara Streisand, just because she's every Jewish girl's dream. Mm-hmm. Um, Michelle, Vis- uh, Michelle Visage, Barbara, Michelle Obama, because she's everyone's dream. Um, you know, that sort of thing. So there's like the people that are like, you know, like goddesses to me. And then there are people that are like, this is community and this is how we can work with each other and help each other. So that's how I kind of split the two. Yeah. yeah. Ellie, do you follow any like any influencers? My Instagram is mainly like, like friends, cute boys that I don't know. And <laughs> like, uh, I don't know, just like baking things like yeah. cookie. Do cookie we decorating. watch, wait, do we watch Bake Off? Of course. The Great British no. Baking Show. Of course. So good. The best. So, um, I know, I know that you have things that you want to do with me. I'll talk forever, but, um, one of my last trips to London, there was something called the big London bake. And I surprised my boyfriend with it. And we went to, uh, it was tooting in London and there was a tent and it was bake off and you got to compete for a day. It was the most fun. It was amazing. Anyway. Okay. I'm done. I love that. Oh yeah. We, we stand baking in this house. Good. Mm -hmm. Good. Um, Caleb, what are your final thoughts on, on influencers, Instagram, who you follow all that? Um, final thoughts are like, as long as they like are part of your community and you like what they're doing, I think it's important to have and support those people. So like, I follow a lot of like gay people who are doing stuff for the community. I think it's good to have those people in your life because you can also help connect the two worlds of yours and theirs and your community and spread the good word. So I think it's okay. And that's it for the day. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Um, it's time for Merch Madness. So hit that. I feel like I'm in uh with the... Uh. <laughs> That's a high compliment. Thank you. Yeah. Um, okay. You're so, the, uh, of Broadway. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. Work. Absolutely. Um. So, uh, I collect show merchandise. This is usually where I um put two show T-shirts up against each other in a versus format to see who wins. However, this week, and it's funny you mentioned Fort Lauderdale because my uncles work in rental linens in Fort Lauderdale. And what are they doing right now but making masks? So this is a mask edition <gasps> of Merch Madness. Okay, so yes, Diva. Yeah, yeah. So Love that's from, so um, from Brian Hemisaf, friend of the yes. pod. Um, okay, so this one, we have our first mask, which oh. is a beautiful... Oh, she's there cute. Fil- oh, yeah, the glasses. Good so this is a this is like a splotchy fabric kind of blue purple moment very like splatter it's, Jackson Pollock. It reminds me of like Discovery Zone like nineties like totally. just like watercolor splatter. Mm-hmm. They're very very comfortable. I'm sure. So okay. I'm not feeling like not feeling super super constrained. Good good um good elastic movement here. Uh-huh. This is really really strong and i love these colors these are my favorite colors and it's very organic yes it looks comfy really fits this rainy day you know yeah 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 so i'm really a big fan of this one we also have this one which is a little flashier oh you look like the fish the rainbow fish yeah Yeah, very rainbow fish um and uh this is really really cute it's these like blue and blue and gold hexagons um, this is for like evening out, you know, going to the Met Gala, you know, <laughs> this is very like not casual, you know, this is for an evening, this evening mask. Um, I really like mm. this too. And it, it looks like it would be more uncomfortable yeah. because of the metallics, yeah. but it's really, really, um, it's really very comfortable. Um, so we have the two here, really strong masks here. Strong. Beautiful work, everyone. Yeah. Um, but I have to say, for me, the winner of this week's Merch Madness is the hexagons. Now, yeah. I love the gold foil. It gives me, like, a little flash. Mm-hmm. And also, yeah. I feel like it looks, it, for some reason, as, as like, um, as big and flashy as it is, it does feel very, like, subdued and, like, gentle. So I feel like this is going to really, people are going to be drawn to me and not afraid of me on the street. Okay. Um, 
So that is the, this is the winner of this week's Merch Madness. And uh, DM me on Instagram if you're interested in these masks because I'll. I, I feel like I'm about to send you the link. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. amazing. So I everyone wear that. your masks. Um, yeah. Now on your podcast, you yeah. have a little thing that you do that we want to do with you now. Okay. Will you take us through it? Okay, it's called Rose and Thorn. Um, and basically you just go, I think uh, Remy and I, my boyfriend and I do it when we're like on our road trips, but we like, it just like, as like a game to play. Mm-hmm. And obviously because we're with each other the whole day and like we're driving, it's the, the answers are funny, you know right, what I mean? Right. Just make us giggle. But then we like do it like when we're having dinner and it's like a very cute thing. So sometimes I try to do it with my guests, but my, sometimes I'm so like, the, the uh, something will happen and I'm just yeah. taken away. It's like, ready to I, go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just go, you know, cause like with a podcast with, with, with a uh, conversation, when something sparks, like you only have so much time. So when something mm-hmm. sparks, you just go, it's like, you're not, you know, that's just a warm up. It's like, if you're warm, then you go. Yeah. So, um, but it's a rose and thorn. It's basically like what was something great about your day and what's something that you would, I don't like to say that I don't like the word hate, but like what's something that you would change about your day. Um, some, uh, this was really great. I loved speaking with you guys because, you know, human interaction is really important. Yeah. Important and kind of a little rare these days. <laughs> so this is just nice to just be a little, just gay and drink yeah. and fun. Yes. Um, the, the thorn would be that I, oh boy, um, this is a good thorn because that means that things are okay. <laughs> yes, <laughs> on wood. Um, have to knock on wood. Um, I just looked when I was like looking. Uh-huh. I have to clean my my brushes for because I paint. Uh-huh. Um, I have to clean my brushes, and cleaning oil paint out of brushes is a little bitch. Mm-hmm. So that's what I have to do, and it's just like not the most fun in the world. But I just finished a portrait, and now I'm gonna start a new one right after this. So. <laughs> that's, oh, you know, gonna that's very exciting. <laughs> Yes. I I think that that is a, I think I, I relate to that. You know, the, the end of the week when I was still doing Beetlejuice, uh, we had to clean our makeup brushes and that was always like, Ugh! like so annoying. Um, but you know, it is no, what it is. Any problem yeah. is a problem. Okay. Yes. Uh-huh. Any the, problem is a for problem. For all the haters out there and <laughs> you know who you are. Yeah. I know. Problems are yeah. problems no matter what. Okay. Problems are problems no matter, no matter how, how small. small. Yeah. <laughs> I never did that show. Can you believe that was a flop? Oh my God. No, I can't. It's I so did it in high school. I loved it. I have wait, a shirt I, over there. Wait, full circle. Can I talk to you? I didn't get to answer about the shows that I wanted to go back. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, Please go back. That was your thought um, for the day. <laughs> I loved, Caleb, that you said Merman, because I would mm-hmm. love to see her do Gypsy. Oh, yes. Duh. 
I would die to see. I'm just gonna just list a few things. And I'm it. the guest. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're um, fine. Please. I would love to see Merlin. <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. That mega um, hit. Yep. Lori Beachman doing the narrator. Yes. Not yes. even Joseph, just Lori Beachman as the narrator. Yes. Um Patty doing Evita. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would love to see Ellen Terry do Lady M in Mickey B. Uh, in 1890 in the in the West End. Deep cut. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because that was like, that that um, that performance inspired a famous portrait. So that must have been an oh, iconic performance. Yeah. You know? So, um, I love that. So yeah, those are, those are some that I would love to go and see. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So I, I just, I, I, there are things that I I don't know. I just like love. I love Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> I, guys, I had a, I had some vodka, so I'm like, yay! yay! This is our favorite. I'm like giddy and like giggly. I love <laughs> Caleb. What's yours? What's your rose and thorn? Um, I haven't. I can't. I'm like thinking of my thorn. Like literally, like. I'm helping. Look, my, you guys are so positive. I know. I'm. I'm feeling positive today. <laughs> Um, my rose is I'm helping my friend clean out his um, house for just like, so I'm, I'm back in my roots of simplifying and decluttering. So I'm really loving working on a project right now. So that's my rose for the day. And no Love thorn. That. No thorn. No, th- no, the thorn is some things are heavy. I'm trying to move a dresser and you know, like my back, I got to take care of my back. So, I love that yeah. you said some things are heavy, and because I'm just like, like, same me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. you know what? You're right. <laughs> yeah, some things are heavy. Yes, um, that's so funny. I was in kind of a bad mood today, so thorn wise, the main thorn for me is this rain. It like ruined it. Like ruined the day like we usually take a nice afternoon walk and um it's been pouring since uh since noon so Mm -hmm. i am really over it uh but that being said it made for like really nice like laying on the couch um with my boyfriend so we just like were able to like kind of relax so that was a nice thing today and also finding this red wine is delicious I know. I never knew that drinking straight vodka was going to be this fun. <laughs> well, I could have told you that. What brand? No, I know. I drink straight vodka all the time. What? What is this? Svedka? What is it? Like, we're not sponsored, Caleb. It, no, it was Tito's. Oh, the best. So you could drink that straight. So, I, so good. I'm really into honey whiskey right now. What whiskey? Honey whiskey. Honey whiskey. Oh, sure. Okay. It's and I've yummy. just been like, yeah. Yeah, it's it's yummy and it's good, but um, you know, it's it disappears on Drag Race nights. So yeah, <laughs> I didn't have it for oh yeah, you know, because it's so sweet and then it's like it's sh- so it's sweet. Literally, yep. It's like you're just like drinking candy. So mm-hmm. sweet. We have like some apple whiskey in the cabinet that's very good, but very sweet. And it's like I can't drink it because it's too sweet. Are you guys watching Drag Race? Of course. I'm behind, but yes. How behind? Two weeks. But I'm I know what's happening. Caleb is just... not like a he doesn't like keep up with it like 
and like a, a crazy diverse person. Queen. Yeah, yeah. No, it's okay. It, Drag Race is my um my like Sunday NFL. Yeah, football. Same. It's Same. like I watch it live. Like I don't. I don't watch it an hour later. I watch it no, live immediately, and and for three and a half hours last week. <laughs> yeah. Although um, I didn't, because I was you didn't watch like, Celebrity. No, because I was like, they could have had my I Bodega Man. They could have had my Bodega Man be a bigger celebrity yeah. on that show <laughs> than who they had. Give me Drew Carey. Yeah. I'm saying it. I've said it every week. Drew Carey. Give me Drew Carey. Oh my god, that would be, and then have him like make him Mimi. up to like look like his receptionist Mimi. in mm-hmm. the yeah. yeah. That would be fun. Who are you? Who are you rooting for right now? Well, Jackie is a friend. Uh-huh. Um. So and she's, she's doing. My, she's my favorite. Right, and she's doing well enough that like even if she wasn't my friend, I would be like, I want her to win. Rooting, yeah. Um. So Jackie, my top three are Jackie. Heidi and Gigi. Solid. I agree. I love Jada Essence Hall. She's in my top three. And she's great too. You know, I'm go- another TV show that I'm watching is Drag Race. We're going from the beginning and watching everything. And it's amazing to see everything evolve. You mm-hmm. know, we just started season nine last night. The, mm-hmm. the We watched two episodes of season nine again last night. I haven't watched season nine since um, it aired. Yeah. Uh, I've seen like season four seasons, like three, four, five, and six, like, like seven times. times each. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's really interesting to see like how it's evolved and how it's changed and all that good stuff. But I really love that show. Um, Me too. Uh, you know, it's it's really interesting because you've been like watching seasons four, five, even six. How we talk differently. Yeah. Yeah. About things. Yeah. Um, so it's you know it's really it's really interesting um but i love it we love yeah, we love stand in this house yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah are we ready for a game yes we're ready for yes a game. i'm ready for a game so easy quick questions don't sandwich. think too hard <gasps> you, you say sandwich yeah it's my puppy you well see that's him? the first yes, question yeah sorry yeah, yeah bring the dog bring the dog what's the question the best the sandwich and soup pairing that was Wait, your question? Really? Yes. Yes. Full so, circle. circle. So sandwich has to be oh here. <gasps> Look at this oh! dog. What a sweet. So pretty. Just look at those like jaws. Oh my God. Look at this pup. So adorable. They're saying you're very cute. Oh, he's like, thank you. Oh, they know. Oh, he knows. Look yes. at him. He's so much, like, attention. He's very smart. What do you see? Okay, so, what's the first question? Okay, okay. So, first question is best sandwich and soup pairing. What's so crazy is that if we get sandwich, a brother or sister, their name will be soup. <gasps> that's the that's the pairing right there. Great. Um, so that is the pairing. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, foreign language. Do you know any? Which one do you want to learn? Yiddish. Yiddish. Yeah. We'll take that. Yeah. Um, how many tattoos do you have? I have one, two, three, four. Four, okay. Um, what restaurant do you want to go to after quarantine in New York City? Sar- Sardi's. Oh, lovely, yeah. I love going up there, uh, um, second floor. Yeah. Bar, yeah. great. Um, I love it there. Some um, favorite people you photographed? Idina, Julie Andrews, Alice, 
Um, Beth Malone. Um, uh, you know, Colleen Ballinger. Yeah. Was, <laughs> was a joy work. Love, love. Um, 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 Toderick is a joy. Mm-hmm. Um, Judy Kuhn was great. Heidi Blickenstaff, great. Um, honestly, everyone, like, just because... You attract great people. I like all. Thank I love you. Work. You just attract like beautiful individuals, and I love seeing your work. It's very sweet. And as soon as you said that, sandwich just let one rip right on my thigh. <laughs> well, we enjoy but, sandwiches. Work. Thank you. Um, what's also What's also incredible is that you know there's also a pattern in that is that they are professionals and they've been around for a second, so they know how to engage. They know how to deliver and uh the energy is reciprocated so i think that there's you know i think that there's a pattern you mm-hmm. know and i think that's also a reflection on why they are so successful and amazing is because um they radiate that as <laughs> individuals sandwiches really yes. center stage <laughs> Okay, um, last, okay, last, serious here. <laughs> last question. Um, best thing about New York City in the springtime? <laughs> um, usually. <laughs> usually, yeah, yeah. You're looking forward to it. Can I be dirty? Please. Yeah, sure. Well, all the flowers, when they bloom, they smell like semen. That's, but it's not the best thing. It just makes me laugh. Um, That's so I like going to Soho when it's like spring because all of the stores are like open and, and there are beautiful crowds and everyone's just like sort of excited to be there shopping and out of the apartment. So I, when it gets warm and when it gets like, um, like springy, I like going to Soho and shopping. Okay. Ugh, that first spring day in New York. I know when just, you pull the shorts out, you're like thighs. Out, I know. Thighs. Out. Yeah. Yes, yes, thighs, thighs out. My yes. my thighs, my thighs are they'll be out. <laughs> <laughs> They're out right now. So Yes. Hey. That, that um that zoom wardrobe just waist up. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Just ah. oh yeah, just nice turtleneck, nice turtleneck, <laughs> but then just like yeah. in my baggiest of sweatpants. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Well, we want to thank you so, so much for coming on the show, Michael. This was so much fun. It was very fun. Thank you so much. Um, where can people really find? Where can people find you on social media and find your podcast and watch you oh, sure. um, on VPN tomorrow? Yeah, I. Um, so tomorrow, uh, well, April thirtieth is VPN uh, FM forward slash My Broadway Memory. Um, at 7 p.m. live, which is going to be awesome. My podcast, Dear Multi-Hyphenate, gets released every Monday. Um, we just hit episode 10, and by we, I mean me, and my amazing producer, Alan, who I'm obsessed with. Um, we just hit uh, episode 10, which is exciting. And uh, social media is at the Michael Kushner, at the Dressing Room Project, or at Dear Multi-Hyphenate, or at My Broadway Memory, all on Instagram. <laughs> hey. So many 
at yes or at did. sandwich the french bulldog um, i'm gonna follow sandwich right after this you should. he's pretty photogenic uh, <laughs> look at that regalness mm-hmm. you look so good on her i think just ooh, 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 ooh. so good <laughs> uh we want to thank you all for tuning in you can find the our podcast equity one at equity one podcast on instagram and facebook and at equity one underscore on twitter uh, send us an email at equityonepodcast at gmail.com and give us a rate and review, please. It helps other people find our podcast. Yeah, we know you might not be listening to iTunes, but girl, just give you don't even have to listen. Just pop on over and give us that rate review. You'll make our day, I promise you. That. Our rose for the day. Um, you can find uh, me at Elliot Maddox on everything. And me at Caleb Dickey on everything. And until next time, next Wednesday, we're taking Saturday off, but tune, tune in next uh, next Wednesday when we will have uh, Broken Records with yes. us. Mm-hmm. So we're very excited about that. Until then, cheers! Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.